Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This episode of HearthCast is being made possible by Riptide Software. Welcome to episode number 70 of HearthCast, recorded for you on May 3rd, 2011. We're casual players. We talk about WoW. We talk about life. We talk about all points in between. Our show is just filled with tips, tricks, and lots of fun tidbits. All of which we hope lend themselves to you as a player of the World of Warcraft. In this episode, we're going to talk about tips for constructive criticism. Ooh. We've also got Roop's Auction House tip, his Zygrigan update, we've got an update on Siren, and Adopt-A-Pet. HearthCast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and we simply could not do it without our awesome sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding, that's a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guide this year, this month of May, from HearthCast. Just keep on listening. Sysdom.com's global system and network monitoring. Just mention HearthCast and get 25% off your very first order. And, of course, Carnage over on YouTube. That's YouTube.com forward slash Carnage 1320, the best of PvP videos. Want to give a shout-out to our guildmates on Whisperwind. That's Alf, Praetorian Guards, is a ninja looter. Is a ninja looter. Our friends and fans on our Facebook page. Hello. Our followers are on Twitter, especially uh, Dragon Jackal and S. Smith. All right. Now, see, you did that. That was like unfair. You checked your Twitter before we started recording. So you could do the same. Yeah. Okay, you got a point. Mm-hmm. Also want to give a shout out to um, Blingy. I might be butchering that name because I'm... That one I'm going from memory. I wrote it down at home. But we're not at home. No. We are in the Excellence in Podcast studio. So I'm just going to go to Blingy well, and just What's up with it. Blingy? What happened with that? He said hi in the game. In the game? Yeah. What were you doing? I was logging on to see... How much fat loot I got from Children's Week. Oh. How much fat loot did you get from mm, Children's Week? 36 gold. 36 <laughs> gold. <laughs> What's up with that? That's not fat loot. I think that's I priced like, my stuff too high. I don't know. Did you get a lot of returns? Because that's not fat loot. No. Like what happened loot. was I made a few cakes and right. I put them up for about um, 600 gold. Listed them Saturday night. And there's already some listings for 100 right? That was the going price. So I thought, well, obviously, you know, as soon as the holiday hits, those 100 will be eaten up and all be left as mine. Right. But they haven't sold yet. Oh. But I did um, sell some eggs and flip those. How much is left of children? How much time is left in? Um, How much the week I think is? a week and a, I think it's actually two weeks. So children's week is two weeks? I think so. All right, let's not try to confuse anybody or anything, Blizzard. Shouldn't be called children's two weeks. Well, if if Easter is a week, then I'm sure they can do. It's not Easter though. They don't call it. I know Easter. they don't call it Easter, but they got the bunnies and the <laughs> eggs. It's Easter. They're missing everything except for chocolate crosses. <laughs> Have you seen this in the store? I guess not. Oh yeah, they make chocolate crosses uh, around Easter time. Awesome. Um. But other than that, I've just done a few randoms this week. Awesome. Um, what have you been doing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I got WoW installed on my new computer. Your new computer? Yes. Um, and I kind of want to, you know, tell about, about the specs of my new computer. Okay. I want to understand it. Go ahead. I know, but some people out there will, and they'll be like, oh, wow. Okay. Because I showed it to Sniper, and he was like, oh, wow. Exactly in that voice. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. it was. You could ask him. Okay. Anyhow, it's a quad-core i7, 2.13 gigahertz, 940 extreme. It's got 8 gigs of RAM. It's got a half a terabyte of drive space. It's got a 1 gig ATI Fire Pro M7828 graphics card, a 17-inch widescreen RGB LED LCD. 
It's got an integrated camera and microphone on it as well. It's got a backlit keyboard, which is pretty cool. Oh, that would be nice. And oh WoW has its own partition. That's right. I have WoW and its own partition. Everything else is work-related. Because I like, I run a bunch of it at work. Linux, yeah, my geek. But WoW has its own partition. That's what Sniper's like, you gave WoW its own partition? Cool. What, was, what does that mean? That means it's completely separate. It's like its own operating system. Basically, I, I installed Windows 7 mm-hmm. just to run WoW. And it only runs oh, one okay. little part of my, like when I'm at work, I can't access that partition because I'm, you know, I'm at work. And I wouldn't want to access that partition. So it's like its own computer within a computer. And it's cool. In related news, BRK's back in WoW, too. He got a new computer. That's awesome. Yeah. So I might see him around. How long has he been retired for? BRK? A couple months, six months or so. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh. And you know what? Here's something that's pretty cool that I did. Um, I was really concerned about how long it's going to take me to get WoW installed and configured and everything else. I was really like setting aside uh, a day for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't take a day. How long did it take? Um, I went to bed, so I really don't know. Oh. But, I mean, here's the thing. You, you log into um, Battle.net, and you say, I want to manage my games. You go to WoW, and you download the client, and that's it. One step? One step. Nice. It downloads it all. It's like, you know, it takes a while to download everything. Mm-hmm. But once it's downloaded, I mean, all I did was as soon as it was downloaded, I down, I logged into uh, my curse client, synced my add-ons, and I was done. Ooh. So I was really impressed. Um I had thought, and I guess I could be wrong about this, and I forgot to double-check it, but I had thought at one point in time that um, the macros were uh, client-sided, but apparently the macros are server-sided. Because when I logged on to my new computer, all my macros were there waiting for me. And I was very, very happy about that. Because I did not want to, you know, either rewrite or try to transfer my macros over. Oh, I see. So I'm guessing they are uh, server-sided. So I was quite happy. So I got into and there's actually some funny stories about dying once I was in it. But um, I will talk about that later in the Zygergen update. I do have a little siren update for you. Hey, what's siren up to? Oh, wrong kind of siren. Uh, he's 29. Uh, he's now running Normagon, which is kind of cool. And so I saw him running Normagon the other night, and I uh, I said, hey, let me give you some tips. I kind of saw what he was doing. I was like, well, don't do that. So I decided to give him some tips on how to run in a group. What kind of tips? Well, like I told him, you always start off by targeting whatever your main tank is targeting. You know, as a DPS, you want to help out, you know, the main tank. Unless they tell you to do otherwise. Unless they tell you to work on the trash or work on something else. Always help out the main tank. Um, I also told him don't be the first to run into an area because I noticed he was doing that. Like he had taken off down. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, let somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. else go in there first. <laughs> let them make the mistake. Uh, I told him to stay back by the healer. I told him his job, you know, outside of DPS was also to make sure the healer didn't get overrun Hanging by something. Hanging out by the healer. That's right. Uh, told him not to click need if he didn't actually need the item because I saw him do that on something. Okay, let me ask you something. Yes. Elementium lockboxes. Have you heard of those? Um, I have, but I thought those only came up for specific classes, like blacksmiths. No. Anybody, anybody can roll on them. The only people that can unlock them are a rogue or a blacksmith if they make a key. Okay. Um, inside, there's about 50 gold and a green item. Got it. So if that were to drop in a group... I would roll need. You would roll need? Because everybody else would be rolling need. What if everyone else rolled greed the first time, and then the second time everyone rolled greed except for the hunter who rolled need because he said, oh, I have an 85 rogue, I need it. I have a theory that um, Blizzard should put in an anti-ninja-ing uh, mechanism. No. So I, I hope they'll take away the need for that, or the, the need option for right. that. Because they, they did that with the frozen orbs. Yes, they did. They need to do that again with these elemental I agree. Box. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I told him to like, don't click need unless you actually need it. Click greed. Um, so, so he does opposite what you used to do. He does how what you should do. I know I don't do it right. Cause I have oh, okay. issues. So I make sure like, you know, if, if it's not, basically what I said, if it's an upgrade for you need on it, cause that's, you know, how I'm defining a need for him. Oh, I had to tell him not to keep his pet on, uh, defensive. Okay. Put your pet on passive and manually, you know, send your pet the attack command and the, you know, combat command. And See, all I haven't that. taken a hunter into a dungeon yet. Anytime you are a pet class, in my opinion, anytime yeah. you're a pet class and you're in a group, put your pet on passive and manually control your pet. Mm-hmm. 
because you don't want your pet going off and doing stupid stuff and getting your group wiped. Um, and the other thing I told him was uh, dismiss your pet if you're going to jump. I think Blizzard might have fixed that. Your pet might just disappear and come back now. I'm not quite sure. I haven't tried it. I think there's some talk about that at one point in time in some patch notes. So that your pet wouldn't take the long way around and bring 12 guys with them. <laughs> That's always funny, though. <laughs> it's like, oh, I forgot to dismiss my pet. We're going to have some company, guys. Or Do even if they don't, it just takes them all to catch up to you anyways. Right, but still, yeah. you're going to go aggro something along the way, and that's kind right. of annoying. Um, what else did I tell them? Oh, I told them to, uh, to pay attention in, in party chat and uh, definitely uh, uh, contribute to that in a meaningful way. So that's, that's kind of stuff that I, that I told them. Hey, you know what? We also both got the chance to go to the Orlando WoW meetup. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, we did that on Saturday. And we went to the Mellow Mushroom. And I took Siren with us. And we got to meet Kung Fu Jelvis. That was pretty cool. That was kind of cool, wasn't it? Um, what'd you think overall of the uh, Orlando meetup? You know, I had a really good time. Which, for me, I was feeling a little anxious about going just because, you know, I get in big groups of people I don't know. I right. get a little nervous and don't yep. really know what to say. But everyone there was so friendly. Yes, they were. They were outgoing, you know, introduced themselves like, hey, what's your name? What do you play? Um, I didn't get to socialize with a lot of people out there because we were in a long kind of banquet-style right. table. Yeah. Um, so we were just kind of chatting with the people at our end of the table. Now, when I got there... Um I didn't have the benefit of knowing anybody when I got there. Because I got there before you and uh, before Kung Fu Jelvis. Well, weren't you there with Cyrus? Well, yeah, but, okay, he and I did not know anybody oh, okay. else. All right. Okay. And so I walk into the front of the Mellow Mushroom, and I'm like, yeah, um, I'm here for uh, the WoW meetup group. <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, yeah, they're right around the corner. And I'm like, um, right around the corner? She goes, yep. And then she walked off. And I was like, any kind of other hint, <laughs> you know? I'll take the which corner. Yeah, I was like, I'll take which table for a hundred, Alex. I don't know. What's going and so I walk around the corner, and I'm like, okay, um, two possibilities here. Uh-huh. And so I walk up to the first table, which is a long table. You saw it was a big mm-hmm. table, like you said. And everyone's kind of chatting, and I couldn't hear them talking about anything. Wow, they're just kind of talking, and I'm like, okay. So I kind of interrupted them, and I said, I'm either going to embarrass myself a whole lot or not. Um, is this the wild meetup group? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Then I'm cool. And I sat on down. So, okay. So it was, it was good. Now what I thought, um, there was a nice mix of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, age wise, age, everything wise. I mean, there, it, was, it was, it was, it was pretty split male and female. Yeah. It was, you know, I think there's more females than males. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a very, uh, diverse group. It was. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, food was good. The mellow mushroom. You didn't like my pizza, though. It was very chewy. Was what a, did you order? The philosophers. It had like steak and uh, okay, blue good. cheese and right. onions and mushrooms. No, no. And, yeah. And what else? Hearts of cow liver. Oh yeah. Um, what was that? Hearts of hearts of cow <laughs> oh, no. liver. Uh, I think it was heart of palm or something on there. Oh. I, it was good. I liked it. I like the fact there's no faction bashing in there. It sure. wasn't like oh you play it. Horned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there wasn't any of that, so I like that. Um, there wasn't any class bashing. Right. So there wasn't really bashing at all. No, there really wasn't. Everybody was, you know, super friendly, and it wasn't, it was like, ooh, my, my, my character's, I don't know, higher level than yours. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. No, it wasn't any of that. It was just like, oh, what do you play? And, you know, someone say, oh, I play mage. Oh, I've played a mage. What do you like about the mage? And, right. You know, it kind of went in a circle like that. Like, oh, did you hear about, you know, this new thing that came out? Well, that... Uh, Debbie, who sat down between you and I, uh-huh. uh, she was she was cool. She talked about a lot of, you know, different stuff about what was going on in the game, what was cool, what she liked, what right. you had done, where was this, oh, I've heard of that. And I think one of the things that dominated the game, which I think is coming up later on in the show, uh, was a particular new pet. Ah, uh, yes. So that kind of dominated, like, oh, the new pet's here. Do you know how to get the new pet? Oh, there's a new pet. Oh. And so that was kind of cool. Of course, I came in, I think, after that conversation. I'm like, did you hear about this? Pet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, uh, yes, that was 10 yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> well, it, it, Kung Fu Jelvis, he cracked me up. Yes, he's hilarious. Because he would always, he would just, I don't know, he he like shouted down the table, any warriors? Warriors? Any warriors here? You know, it's <laughs> like, 
You know, warrior. Hey, can I get a can I get a prot prot fury arms? Anybody down? No, hello. <laughs> it's just like no, just eat food, dude. <laughs> and you know, I wasn't there to. Uh, I tweeted I was going there, by the way, uh-huh. and um, uh, Cold actually responded. He was jealous that I was going there, and uh, but I wasn't there to like pump the show or anything else like that. You know, I want to be low key, get to meet some people, that right. kind of stuff. And uh, I had to pull Kung Fu Jelvis down a notch. Because he was all like, hey, do you know who this guy is? Like, shh, 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 shh. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and, um, now, I responded on the on their meetup page about what I liked and what I didn't like and okay. everything. So, there, you know, it's not perfect, but I didn't see anything negative, but I did see some things that will grow. Okay. And probably grow with just us being there more. Like, I would like to go the next one they have. Mm-hmm. Um. Stuff like um, I didn't, there was no kind of presentation, and maybe that's just my fault or or what my expectations were. Typically, when I go to group meetings, somebody's giving some kind of presentation on something that's okay. related to the, what we're meeting about. Um, and maybe that's just I'm carrying that over from user group meetings that I go to. You know, Linux user group meetings always have a presentation about something to do with Linux, so you get to learn something while you're there. But is somebody on those type of things? Is somebody trying to pump something, or no, no, try no. to sell themselves as freelancers or something like that? Not at all. No, no. Okay. no this is just you know, like for instance, purely informational. You're purely sharing information with somebody else. Okay. About you know something that everybody has that something that everybody has in common. You know, it could be a, a mail subsystem. It could be a database. It could be a way to search files. Who knows what it is? It could be different things, but it's information shared freely. And so part of me was kind of expecting that in the group meeting. And I kind of, I, I realized we weren't going to have that because we we're outside at a pizza joint. So I was like, oh, okay, so we're not going to have that. I kind of also maybe expected um, uh, gifts or contests or games or, you know, some kind of a structure. Okay. And it was just very loose. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's all meet, let's all chit-chat about WoW, and then a couple hours later, let's all leave. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I, and which is fine, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what it's going to be, that's cool. I can dig that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down with that. That's fine. But I kind of expected some little more of a structure. But that was just probably me, my expectations going forward. So. Expectations. Yeah. Sure. Now, um, I hadn't even given any thought until now, but you know, we were at a sit-down restaurant, right? Which can be a little restricting. It's like we said, we didn't get to talk to people at the other end of the table. Yeah. You know, and you look at when you go into a sit-down restaurant, you have to get seats all together. Everyone has to order at the same time and wait for the food. And I don't know really how conducive it is as opposed to going someplace, you know, like a like a cafe in a bookstore or Starbucks where you can just go get your drink, sit down for right. a little bit. Right. You know, and chill. You don't feel like people are glaring at you when you're done with your food and you're still sitting there taking up a twenty person table for right, twenty minutes. Right. You know, and not that, you know, this the staff was anything less than polite, but you know, you you kinda feel like, oh, you know, maybe they're thinking, you know, it's dinner time, people are taking up <laughs> half the dining room. Well, you know, they add you know. an 18% gratuity to everybody's bill, anyhow, so. Well, true. Jerks. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't mind that, because that means, um. No, it, it saves me money. It saves me, that's, you know. it, That's less than our normal tip anyways, so whatever. They want to cut exactly. Them, they want to cut themselves a tip, that's fine. Exactly. Um, so. anyways, but, so what else did you was, think you could improve? Um, it was kind of niched at the table. Okay. Um, I kind of felt, well, I kind of felt like people who might've known each other kind of hung out together. Okay. And like I said, that was probably something that could be fixed over time. Not even fixed. That's not the right word. It could be something that we, as we continue to go to these meetings, we'll be more involved with everybody else there because we'll have some kind of a history. You know, when you walk in, you don't know anybody, especially I bring myself and three guests. Sure. It's like a big group all of a sudden coming in. Right. So, you know, and I had joked with the, the, the person who put on the meeting and I said, you know, what we need to do is every 15 minutes, everybody switch places. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and then I was joking around. So you just drink whatever's in front of you then, you know, bring your straw, you get their drink, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those I know. So we shouldn't go for that. But, <laughs> um, and I did later on try to, you know, move down and talk to some other people because yeah. there were some people that didn't even play WoW. Oh, okay. So that was kind of like, do you play WoW? And they're like, no. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, um, 
So yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to going to the next one. I think it's a cool thing. I really liked it. Um, I didn't, you know, there's only so many people. Like I talked to some people at the office about WoW, and they're like, "Oh, you're a geek." And it's like, well, yeah, maybe, but, and then the conversation kind of dies. Mm-hmm. But there, it was kind of like you're not, you know, you're accepted for who you are and what you are and what you do, and everybody has the same love for the game. And also, everybody's active. You know, my thing is not that. I mean, the people I know play WoW, obviously they play it, but when you try to start a conversation, I mean, everybody, pretty much except for you, has kind of dropped off. They're doing their stuff, or like, oh, I haven't played in three months, I haven't right. played in six months, you know, whatever. So, just, there's not really a conversation there. It's just like, right. oh, hey, when are you coming back to WoW? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool that everybody had done something and... Uh, talking about patch 4.1 already and right. so it was i like that right so i definitely will uh go back and i encourage people to look in their area yeah and meetup.com how, and yeah see, how did you find out about it just meetup.com meetup meetup.com yeah go to meetup.com okay. and there's tons and tons of meetups there anything that you oh, have a, different types of meetups. oh yeah oh okay anything you have an interest in underwater basket weaving in orlando you can probably find some group that meets for underwater basket weaving in orlando okay nifty yeah, it's a big social thing, so it's kind of cool. You can actually integrate with Facebook and a bunch of other stuff, which I didn't do, but it's all right. I don't like doing all this stuff. Anyways. No, no, you mean either me? I'm with you. Now it's time for email questions. You too can have your email read and answered by the Hearthcast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at hearthcast.com. Man, sniper was loud. <laughs> So we have an email here from uh, Safety One. It says uh, voicemail still not working. He gives me a sad face. Sad mm-hmm. face. And he also said it took him longer to download episode sixty nine than it took him to listen to it. <laughs> we said it was short. It was a short episode. Well, of course, we're almost longer than it now. We're not even in the episode. <laughs> well, something something did get messed up. I had transferred. Oh, I had right, transferred yeah. some file, and then I was accidentally transferring it again, and I canceled it. So it overwritten the original with the seven minute version. Cool. You're like whatever. So, anyways, <laughs> if he's saying that because he listened to some seven minute version of the episode, you need to go redownload it because it should be about thirty four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're you know we're sitting at what twenty four minutes or so now. So well, yeah. It's a regular episode. But safety, we don't control how long it takes you to download stuff. Get a faster that, internet. That's your problem. <laughs> get, get faster interwebs. Yeah. He's probably got it some truck stop. He's like plugged into their Wi-Fi. He's probably like waving around his laptop. <laughs> Can I get a better signal over here? <laughs> He's got to lift it up like Simba. <laughs> <laughs> download, baby, download. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. We, we appreciate that safety. Um. I don't know what to tell you about the voicemail. Yeah, um, I spoke to the guy again today, and I didn't get a time frame. I'm still, I told you I wasn't holding my breath. I don't. I, I'd be dead if I was. You would. Anyhow, we got a tip here from uh, Carnage over from uh, YouTube.com, Carnage1320. Got a bunch of tips from him. His first one's a gold tip. Since you go to the west coast of Westfall, there are level 13 crabs. You can farm them. Says it sounds crazy, but they dropped three items to collect crawler meat, crawler claws, and clam meat. These uh, three items are your farming are used by people loving cooking who just buy the mats off the auction house. The the crabs spawn very fast. You'll have almost no downtime in killing the mobs. He said he could, uh, back in Wrath, he would farm about 1K in an easy 40 to 60 minutes. So that's a tip that we've given before, kind of, where you find materials that people need. Not exactly go here and kill this crap and get this meat and do right. this. But you know, when you find materials that people need to level something, they do they do really well in the auction house. Right. And they wanted us to check to make their, make sure that they were still there since the cataclysm. Um, I haven't been there to check, but I do know um, if they're not for some reason, you can also farm crabs um, off the shore of Ashenvale. Right. Right. Or Astronar, you know, it's like sunken. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I've i been there when I was talked about I was trying to level cooking up and I needed meat and there was no meat and I would have paid for it. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, those the crawler meat and the crawler crawls, like that stuff I've been searching, on the auction, searching for the auction house day in and day out, buy whatever's there. You just can't find it, can Most you? of the stuff is not coming up. So, yeah, I wish people would follow that tip. All right, we also got a message from Sigibs. 
And he wants us to do a PSA. And he says, in light of the events of the past two weeks, I would like to ask everyone to help out those in the storm-ravaged states. These storms have killed many people and left many homeless. Many of these states and cities have been hit repeatedly by storms and violent tornadoes. I know in Arkansas we had a tornado almost completely wipe out a community of 3,000. I would ask that you not just donate to the Red Cross in your area, but to check with local news stations in the ravaged states and donate through there. That way it is sure to go to the people that need it. I know in Arkansas you can go to www.katv to donate.com. Yeah, it's one of the local TV stations over there. Right. I used to live in Arkansas. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I used to live in West Memphis and Marion. Hmm. It's pretty close to Memphis, Tennessee. And yeah, anytime you get kind of a, a natural disaster like that, we've been hit a lot. Just the whole planet here recently, we're getting smacked around by Mother Nature. And, uh, you know, sometimes people think that, you know, they can't do anything or no matter what they do, it won't be enough. But I got to tell you, you know, even 10 bucks or five bucks will go a long way when someone doesn't have, you know, a glass of water to drink somewhere. Oh, yeah. So every little bit counts. I mean, even if you're, you know, sending shirts or clothing or, or whatever, there's also... You know, regardless of, of what faith or anything you have, check with churches in your area because mm-hmm. a lot of them are, are, are working with congregations in the uh, uh, targeted areas in Arkansas and in Alabama and Tennessee and all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check with local congregations in your area to see if there's anything you can do. And they're not going to do anything. I mean, a lot of people fear that if they walk up to a local congregation and say, hey, is there anything I can do to help you guys if you're helping with the efforts you know, to help these victims. Don't feel like they're going to try to convert you. They're not. You know, It's not like you can walk up and go, hey, I'd like to help. And they're going to go, well, before you do, we need to have a Bible study. They're not going to do that. So if you need help and that's one way you can do it, you know, do that. Or, you know, check out the, like you said, check out the local TV stations. But try to do something. Yeah. And, you know, it's rough. I've been, I've been following the one recently more closely just because, you know, I have to have several family members in Tuscaloosa right. yeah. and, you know, thank goodness nobody was hurt or anything like that. But, you know, my uncle's house was hit. My grandparents are in their 80s and my grandfather just had a fall and had broken his hip. Just worry about them being without power and everything like that. Right. You know, and you think about it went through downtown Tuscaloosa and just demolished places. What's that going to do to people who work there? And even if they're fine, it's a, it's a huge setback. Right. Absolutely. Right. It is. So... Controversial, thought-provoking, game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So not that I'm bitter or anything. Or anything. But it's come to my attention that a lot of players in WoW don't really know how to give constructive criticism. Okay. So I thought, what a perfect time to do an episode on constructive criticism. I like it. All right. Roll with it. We're rolling with it. Okay, so let's start out. Let's start with the obvious. What kind of comments are unhelpful to say in a group, in a raid, in a battleground, whatever? What's your tune like? What's it close off? <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not helpful, but it's also not really critical. Oh, okay. So um, how, how about, um, can you suck anymore? Ooh. How was that good? That, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. No, that, that's not really helpful. That we're looking for stuff that's not helpful, right? Right. Okay. Um, uh, uh, let me think. Do your interwebs suck so bad that it takes you longer to download an episode of Hearthcast and it doesn't listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop taking it on safety. <laughs> that's fine. Um, no, but there are things that get said a lot that just aren't helpful like telling someone that they suck or that they're bad right i mean what what really is the point of that makes you feel better it makes you well yeah that's true um giving generic instructions like you know stop sucking <laughs> stop failing <laughs> that doesn't help um in battlegrounds what i think is very unhelpful when people react to a loss like let's say they lose a node like, oh, man, we lost that. Man, you guys suck. But that's the first thing they said. They didn't provide any sort of encouragement or instruction before that. They just waited until we lost, and then they react. 
Um, something else is asking someone, are you playing someone else's account? <laughs> no, I look at that as kind of the equivalent of asking a woman if she's pregnant. Well, I mean, I can see the background of that being like the person doesn't know how to play their class. Right. So if you're playing somebody else's account, would mean you're playing like their their character. Uh-huh. Okay, for instance, if I came over to your house and you're like, hey, Root, do me a favor, jump on the freckle face and go into that battleground. Right. Me having never played a uh, uh, rogue before would have no idea what I'm doing. Right. So this is my point. If someone were to ask you that and you were indeed playing on someone else's account, you'd probably not be offended. You'd be like, yeah, man, I'm playing someone's account. Right. Just like if you ask a pregnant woman, are you pregnant? And like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm doing do whatever. You but say, you never ask a woman that question. I know. That's my point. Oh. You find, you find ways. Root is slow tonight, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yes, it's the person sitting there. I'm sitting there in my level whatever gear, and I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I've done this, like, dungeon, you know, a thousand times. Right. There. Are you playing someone else's account? No. No? Why would you <laughs> think that? And then the, down the boss is like, okay, dude, I know you're playing someone else's account. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I got it. Uh, it's not helpful. I'm getting older, you know. I know. 40 this month. Got to retire. No. Retire. Don't say that. Don't say that. Um, okay, so those are unhelpful things. So let's talk about what are helpful things to talk about. Okay. Log on to your own account, please. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> um, in Battlegrounds, if you want to be helpful, you can provide specific instructions as in group one, go to this base. Ooh. Something specific. How do I know if I'm in group one? Um, you have to open up. The social tab, and then click on raid. Oh, right, so it's not difficult. No, it's not difficult. So you know where you're at. You know what group you're in. Right. Another helpful thing is calling out incomings, as in like you're sitting there chilling at a base. Right. You see a horde. You see an alliance. You say, incoming. Someone help me here. That's helpful. If they knew where you're at and where the person's coming from. Right. If you they say, don't, it's going to be No, if you're at, sitting at some base, you're like incoming to this base. Oh, okay. Like you're incoming like, oh, okay. to the sawmill. Right, exactly. I need help at the sawmill. That's right. Skedaddle over here. Also, before that even happens, asking for backup if you are defending an, a base by yourself. Oh, like if you make it over the sawmill, you're like, hey, I'm all alone in the sawmill and somebody, a horde coming over here. Somebody come please come here and defend. And then, the, defend. and then, or if you get there and it's just a warlock there, you can be like, hey, um, I need some real help over here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Battlegrounds. And I kind of skimmed over that because I'm not super experienced in Battlegrounds. All right. I've been in enough for that. That's pretty much about all anyone can do strategy-wise unless you get into, you know, pre-made. Yeah, I don't do Battlegrounds either. So, moving on. All right, so moving on. So, in groups or raids, let's say you're failing pretty bad as a group. All right. So, first thing you want to do is identify the problem. Okay, makes sense. All right, the problem might be with the tank. Tank might be pulling too many mobs at a time, might be pulling too fast. I've had that happen. Okay. Tank might not be holding enough aggro. Therefore, the mobs are attacking the clothies and the clothies are dying. Tank might not be kiting the right direction. A lot of bosses will do a cone-shaped attack that's like an area attack, and the tank has to turn them a particular way, uh, take them around in a circle or pentagram or something like that so that everyone doesn't die. Yeah, when I had an issue with the tank pulling too fast, Uh he blamed us. He said he was not pulling too fast. We were not keeping, keeping up. up. Right. Now, the problem might be with the healer. The healer might not be... Um, the, the healer might not have enough gear or be um, using their spells the right way to keep everyone alive. It could be in the wrong gear. Right. Or hadn't, or hadn't you know, redone their talent tree to get a particular decent, right. you know, right. spell thing. Right. They okay. also might not be dispelling things. And maybe they're keeping you know, the DPS rooted in place or they're taking too much damage because they got a poison or something on them that healer's not dispelling. Right. Now, the DPS can cause fail by not doing enough DPS. More DPS! That's right. By either not having the right gear or not doing their spell rotation correctly. The DPS might be attacking the wrong mobs. You know, because uh, most of the time, at least heroics now, you have a very particular sequence okay. that you have to attack the mobs. You might be pulling a group of five, but you got one crowd controlled, and they have to make DPS has to make sure they're not attacking the one that's crowd controlled. You have it, to make right. sure everyone's focused on the same mobs, or else it's going to be a little chaotic. 
All right, DPS might be pulling themselves, which is usually no-no unless you're a hunter and you're pulling with the trap. Or a distracting shot or a misdirect, rather. Right. Or the DPS might not be doing the crowd control that they've been assigned to do. Correct. Yeah. All right. Everybody has a job. That's right. Of course, what anybody could be doing is standing in the fire. Which is always a no-no. Right. Or not knowing specific of, of the boss or the fight because there are bosses where you get a certain phase and you're not supposed to attack or you're supposed to run to a particular spot or run away or several different things that you might be having to do at that particular time. And if one person's not doing it, it can cause a wipe. So what you need to know before you start harassing other people is that it's not always easy to pick out what the specific problem is. Because pretty much anything that goes wrong, you can say, oh, well, it's because the healer wasn't healing through all the damage that was being taken. But why did that happen? Mm. Is it because... The DPS is standing in the fire and therefore taking too much damage and the healer can't heal. Get to the root of the problem. Right. Is the tank going too fast and the healer can't keep up with the mana? You know, any of those things. It's just, it, you have to make sure that you can pinpoint what's going wrong. Now, and before you start picking on a particular person in the, in the group and saying, oh, you're, you're doing this wrong, make sure you have an understanding of their class. Don't try to tell them that, a particular, they shouldn't be using a particular spell if you don't really know. Because I'll just, you know, take them off. But the last thing you need to know is that your tone can make a huge difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you actually want the group to succeed and, you know, you think someone's doing something wrong, but you just want them to go through it, just use a little patience. You know, be polite. And, you know, they may take to heart what you have to say. And get in shape. I agree with that. Yeah. But of course, if you want them to just QQ and leave group, you know, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, if you want to be constructive, know how to be constructive. If you just want the person to leave, just don't right. be constructive. Right. If you find yourself on the on the butt end of criticism, you know, you can take it two ways. I mean, you can, basically, you can listen to them or not. And sometimes people may have a point in what they're saying even if they're being rude is all anything. Right. But when it gets to the point where the person is making you mad, it's making you upset, just hit the ignore button. Like, don't don't yeah. ever be afraid to hit the ignore button for somebody who's bothering you. It's not going to make the group fall apart if you can't hear what somebody's saying. It's really not. <laughs> and if it does, then, you know, who cares? Are you talking specifically about being on vent? No. I'm not talking about vent at all. Okay. So you're talking about in regular group chat. Right. Party chat. Right. Now, my assumption is that... In your own guilds, in your own planned raids, that people are going to follow these things a little bit better than randoms. True. Because randoms, you get the same kind of syndrome that you do when you're driving, and that when you're driving in your car and someone cuts you off, you can't see that it's a person. You just see this thing. And you, they're not humanized to you, so it's really easy to get so mad and assume that you know that, oh, they're just being a jerk. Right, right. And they're, just, they're just an idiot. There's a jerk. And it's the same thing when going to a random group. You can't see the other person, so you just, like, oh, it's a jerk. My understanding now is that they are trying to form groups in um, your server first. As opposed to getting random people from your battle group from okay. across the realms. Um, they're trying to get your server first, which should cut down a lot on uh, crazy ninjing of stuff. And also, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, think, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I haven't been in a dungeon in such a long time. So yeah. That's, that's how it is. Yeah. See, no, I like that's good. It's good advice. And I guess I'm kind of just, this is my way of venting from my own experience, which oh. was, um, uh, I want to say Sunday night. Which was, I got into Shadow Fang Keep, which was an extremely hard dungeon before they kind of nerfed it a bit and made it a little, a little easier. Um, but I had not been in there in a month, you know, because I, I took about, you know, two or three weeks off from playing WoW and then I just now started doing randoms. Right. And it was, it was like I said, this guy was like, oh, well, you're playing some of those accounts. Like, why do you ask that? Oh, well, you're using Flash of Light. Now, I have like three different heals that I can use. Or I should say four, but like my three main ones. I have a very quick, very powerful, very mana-draining heal. And then I have a longer, powerful, less mana heal. And then I have a longer, very kind of weak, but very little mana heal. Okay. That makes sense. Right, it does. 
Um, and back when I wasn't using the strong one, I felt like I wasn't healing enough. And I kind of talked to you, Candidface, you know, who reads up on that. It's like, oh, you need to use Flash of Light. Right. So I was like, okay. So I finally got used to putting that into my rotation. And that was always, that's been more of my de facto heal as of late. So okay. this guy was yelling at me for for using that a lot. He's like, oh, you're going to drain <laughs> your mana. Well, the thing about that is that I've, I've thought about it since then. And that might be true. I might need to back off that heal a little bit and use that one more. So I don't use as much of my mana. True. But the way he was berating me, it made me jittery. Yeah, it wasn't constructive at all. Right. And it made me kind of feel upset. And the thing about when you're healing, you know, you just kind of, you got this little grid, right? And you're just basically doing like clicking or a button and click. And I'm just kind of looking at this graph and it like it's like looking at a bar graph. Okay. And you're watching and it's like, okay, what's the shortest graph? Okay, do I do... Left click, middle click, right click, or do I do shift click? That's basically what the possibilities are going through your mind. Got it. So you basically just look at this bar graph, this rapidly moving bar graph, and just kind of like mashing buttons, basically. So you take something like that, and then you add in like kind of jitteriness, and it just kind of screws you all up. Yeah, I can see that happening so, very easily. Right. So the second boss that we did, um, I think one person died, you know, whatever. And by the time we got to the last boss, you know, he was it's like, stop, stop. Stop spamming flash of heal, you beat beat moron. And then wow. I hit then I hit ignore. I should have hit it a long time earlier. But oh, and we had wiped another time before because like I said, the hunter had decided he needed the elementium lot box. Right. So I was hanging back there chewing out the hunter. <laughs> and meanwhile, they run off pole, they died like nice healing. And I'm still I'm in like Wait, wait half for the healer. Def- I'm like half defensive, half aggressive mode, you know? Right. Because I'm like pissed off this hunter, but then again, nobody's listening to me because this tank's berating me. So, I mean, I voted to kick the hunter. Nobody, you know, didn't pass. So still stuck with that. And then nobody, nobody seems to care. Whereas mm. I think if that guy hadn't been like picking on me so much, you know, everyone else is just kind of like, oh, I'm going to avoid the drama. I'm just going to be quiet. When I had my... Uh what, I have a pally? No, I had a healer. I had a, I had a priest. Right. Squid cash. Yeah. And my rule was, if you run off, that's your own fault. Right. Which which I go by. I mean, that's that's their responsibility to make sure yeah. I'm behind them when they go pulling things. Which, by the way, um, as soon as uh, can it, or, as soon as Siren dings 30, I may be uh, hitting some dungeons with him on uh, awesome. with my healer. So we'll see. I haven't played him in such a long time, though, so we'll have to see if I can remember anything on him. Yeah, plus to get update everything. So, um, so I guess just what to take from that is that I I really feel, and I don't think people really understand this. I really feel that you should have a very good understanding of what you're talking about when you before you start criticizing people. I agree with that. And the other thing is, I mean, there's there's nothing in WoW that's worth like making you upset. And if it's even if it comes down to oh, I ignore this person, so I don't hear what they're saying. So maybe eventually down the line, like we wipe once, it's worth it. Just for you to not have to hear it, not have to deal with it, to not <laughs> let it get under your skin. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think it's applicable to every character because sometimes like you need to understand, like if you're DPS, uh-huh. you need to know what the guy's going to do. And if he's like the main tank and he's the guy running the thing, then you kind of can't ignore him. Well, that's true. Yeah, so as a healer, you're kind of like, okay, I know he's going to go in here, I know he's going to get hurt, and I know I have to heal him, so your rule was kind of cut and dry. That's true. It is a little little simpler than DPS, but I guess it kind of comes to the point where you put your own kind of sanity above. I kind of ignore what they're saying. I mean, I've told you that before. I kind Uh of ignore party chat for the most part. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what it is about me, but like it's it's a lot harder for me to tune that out. It's a lot... You take it personal is what it is. I take it a little more yeah. personal than most people do. Yeah. So, like, I I would just rather shut it off. I'm just like, yeah, I know I suck. What's the big deal? Yeah. Bring it. I don't play my own account. See, I guess what annoyed <laughs> me is that, okay, like, my rogue freckle phase, like, her, her I still call it gear score, her item level is, like, 300. I? You know, she's, hadn't done anything. If someone were to tell me, oh, your rogue sucks, or if I were to take her in battleground, I wouldn't care. It's like, yeah, I know. But this healer is something that I've worked on, uh, taken her yeah, into yeah. Baron on Hold. I've 
you know, work to be able to do the heroics and then get better and then get better gear not doing the new heroics. So it just kind of like irked me. I can I fully understand that. And now I now I made a whole episode so I can vent my irritation. Is that a word? Sure. No. <laughs> Are we doing pronunciation ponage again? Irritation. Irritation. I want to use it. I want to find a way to use it. That should be your hearthcast challenge of the week is to find a way to get irritation into your daily vocabulary. Yes. It's your homework assignment, listeners. <laughs> irritation. Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. So these are some unhelpful tips on making gold in the World of Warcraft. A.K.A. how not to make gold in the World of Warcraft. Vendor everything. If you loot it, vendor it. Just give it to the vendor. Linen cloth. Vendor it. Blue item level axe. Vendor it. Just the vendor's gonna give you top price. Pyrite ore. You get the money then in there straight from the vendor. No time is wasted. You get it. It's better to have all the money right then in there than wait for it from the stupid auction house or anywhere else like trade chat. Vendor it. You get it. You don't need it. Vendor it. Don't use any kind of add-ons like auctioneer to scan the auction house. Man, those things just take up valuable drive space on your computer. You know, don't even worry about how much something is worth because you don't need to know that. Because you're going to get the best price from a vendor anyhow. So just vendor it. Never, ever, ever talk to people in trade chat. Don't learn about the economy of your server. Don't learn about the trends. You don't need to know that stuff because you're going to get the best price on the vendor anyhow. Just take your stuff over to vendor, vendor to vendor, and you're good to go. Do not, under any circumstances, buy limited quantity items from the vendor. They got those little gold numbers on them, right? That tells you how many they have. If it says like one or two, forget about those. Leave those for, you know, the suckers who want to buy them from those guys. Leave them. You don't need those. Hey, but on the rare dumb chance that you do list something on the auction house, make sure it is the cheapest one by like, you know, 10, 20, 30 gold. Because that way, you are sure to sell your item. Who cares about getting it close or even more than anybody else on there to try to, you know, I don't know, spur the competition? No, man, you don't need that. You just want your gold. Never, ever negotiate or trade services with somebody else for an item they have for sale. Just accept the price they're selling it for because, you know what, you know, they're honest. They're going to give you the best price right out of the bat. And there is nothing that you have that they want. Never, ever do daily quests. Those things are such a waste of time. Forget about them. Running dungeons, <laughs> that's for suckers. Don't waste your time in there either. GDKPs are just a scam. That guy's going to take your money and run, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Stay far, far, far away from those. Professions, ha! I laugh at professions. They're a waste of time. Just like fishing and cooking and first aid. They don't serve a purpose. They should be wiped out from the game. Whenever someone needs gold, be sure to be the first one to lend it to them. They, of course, will pay you back as soon as they can. Don't worry about it. With interest? No! Who cares about that? Honesty is more important. Your friendship and wow is more important to me. But I'm sure if they do pay back, they'll pay back the interest. Oh, of course they will. Yeah. 20 30 40% even. And never, ever listen to gold-making podcasts or read gold-making blogs. They're just a huge time sink. And now it's time for Adopt a Pet. Direct from our pet master to you, Freckleface shares the secret joys of in-game pet ownership. 
So a new pet that came out, patch 4.1. Everybody talked about it at the WoW meetup. Yes. It was like the chatter. It was the thing to have. It's a winter spring cub. It is adorable. I don't have one. It's a little pet tiger. It's cute. I got a picture of it right here in the show notes. You do. It's adorable. Um, it is sold by Michelle DeRum. Ooh. And she is in the inn inside Everlook, and that's in Winter Spring. Okay. She sells it for 50 gold. Ooh. Winter Spring might seem like it's far away, but if you're 85 and you've been to Mount Hygel for a little bit, you can take a port from Stormwind or from Orgrimmar. Oh, look at and that. And then you're just, you know, a little short Hop, flight away. jump away. That's right. So it's pretty easy to get. It's cheap. It's cute. And everybody talks about it. And it's adorable. Do I need to say it again? Say what again? It's adorable. You just did. I know. <laughs> Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the Hearthcast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did this week in the world of Warcraft. So, Zygor, you know I'm back into playing the game, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I mentioned I got a new computer. Right? Oh, just a little. <laughs> well, I had like a lot of the graphics turned down to my uh, older computer. Oh, right. To keep and it from chugging. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get the best frame rate and whole nine yards, sure. you know. So, well, I don't have to do that with oh. this computer. So I got, like, the graphics cranked. Nice. You would think. No? Well, it will be once I'm used to it. Okay. But, like, I died several times uh-huh. because I got distracted by, like, <laughs> the water. Really? Like, look at the water. I also got really scared because I saw a shadow for the first time. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so scare me now. <laughs> it was of a dragon. What's coming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, get, get, get off me. It's a bird. It yeah. was a dragon. Oh, it, well, that's yeah. scary. And it, yeah. Was it attacking you? No, it just flew over. Oh, okay. And it scared me. Yeah. It was very scary. And I, you know, and I was like, what? And I moved. No, and, you, you know what it scares me? When I go into mine something and I see a shadow above me, like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a harpy or something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I died because I was distracted. How many times? Probably five. Wow. Yeah. Well, that, there was another time when, um, well, it's kind of cheesy to say, but like I got this really awesome computer and the first night I took it home, I left my um, mouse here at the office. Oh. And so I'm like, well, I need a mouse, right? Right. And so I'm like, well, I can't, I didn't want to like disassemble my entire setup with my main computer. So I ended up using this like really cheesy plastic mouse that came with my netbook from like four years ago. Okay. <laughs> and it was like really cheesy plastic little toyish mouse. That wasn't good. I but before I put the mouse back, which was getting it, before I put the mouse on, I was trying uh-huh. to control my flight with either like the little eraser head or the trackball or the, not trackball, but the touchpad uh-huh. or like the little eraser pointer thing between the keys. Oh, right. Yeah, I was all over the place. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I flew into the dragon for one day. I was like, ah, and it was an elite. And so I died. <laughs> and I was trying to do, I just, it just was, you know, I had to get the cheap mouse to actually do anything. But it's kind of cool. I'm 71 now. And uh, I am currently parked at Fizz, Tra- Fizz Crank's airstrip. Okay. In Burien Tundra. Have you used your overcharge? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. But I am sure it's coming because coming. I just got to that thing. And I had to do all these quests. I had to do that stupid quest where you got to get on the stupid uh, elephant and go mammoth, whatever it is. I don't know why I hate that so much. It, I don't know. You know what? It was one of the few times I actually went and actually found something on Wowhead and said, all right, how do I get through this quest? Because okay. I, I just couldn't get... The combat, I, w- I kept dying in combat. And so finally, I'm like, you know what? Let me go read. And I read, and it says, just wait for the guy. He jumps off, the uh, his elephant disappears, and you go smack him around with your elephant, and you're good. Oh, okay. So I went and smacked him around with my elephant, and I was good. Okay. So got it. Moved on. And um, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm feeling anxious, though. I'm at level 71, and everything is very um, familiar to me where I'm at. Okay. And I know 80 is not that far away. Okay. And so I know once I hit 80, I go back to old world. 
And that means 85 is not too far. So I'm at 71, and I'm like, I, I feel like I could be at 85 by next weekend, which is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm ready for it. Okay, now you're getting impatient. I'm getting impatient. Yeah, okay. I'm getting anxious. I'm like, I want to level, and I'm so glad now that I have Zyger guys because I do get to level faster. But what are you going to do once you hit level cap? Once I hit level cap? Yeah. Dunge- I think Zyger's got a dungeon guide or something. Oh. I don't know. I'm going in dungeons after that because I got to get my gear up. That's your hunter, right? Yeah. Hmm. Well. Or I might switch back to Root and do some dungeons with him. I don't know. I got to figure that out. I didn't think that far ahead in this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe I thought it would take me longer. I thought I had a year worth of content, but now I realize that I don't because there's another part of me that really wants uh, Zyger to stay ahead of our episode numbers. And we just hit 70 this week. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, so I got to try to stay a week ahead by my level, if that makes sense. Uh, so That sounds ambitious. <laughs> a level well, a week? No, a level no, that's a week. No, that's, no, that's not that. ambitious. Take, it takes about two hours. Level. Yeah, I can, I can handle that. Okay. All right, so, um, hey, it is the first of the month. It is. Which means we have some business to take care of from last month. That's right. We need to pick a winner. And we had a, uh, a deal with it uh, last month, and last month's deal was that uh, uh, you had to post your armory, uh, link to your armory profile on our Facebook page. And so we had some people do that. We had how many entries? Uh, there's 14 total. All right, so we got about 14 entries, or 14, but not about. And so I'm going to pick a number, and then we're going to draw our winner for uh, the Zyger Guide. Okay, Root. Pick a number, 1 to 14. Uh, I don't want to go with something obvious. I'm going to go with something unobvious. I want to go with that. I'm going to do that. Four. Four. Genshin on Moonglade. Genshin on Moonglade. All right. That's not all one word. Genshin. Right. On uh-huh. Moonglade. From Moonglade. Server. Oh, from Moonglade. Right. The That's server. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. The server. That's cool. So, Genshin, congratulations. You are our winner of these Zyger guides. And uh, I will be contacting you on Facebook. So, if you get a really weird friend request from a guide, that it's me. You still have them yourself in front of the microphone as your. I still have myself in front of a microphone. So they'll be they'll be pretty obvious. Yeah, it's like oh, he's front of a microphone. Some weird guy in front of a microphone is friend (laughs) requesting you. Uh, It's me. Just say yes. (laughs) You won't. You're not going to stalk anybody. No, I don't have time to do that. No. So congratulations. Also, now to win your copy of Zyger Guys for the month of May, all you have to do is tweet hashtag Hearthcast and let us know what you're currently doing in the game. Each tweet. With the HearthCast hashtag, will be considered an entry. So I don't care if you're like, I'm flying to Orgrimmar. I'm landing in Orgrimmar. I'm dismounting in Orgrimmar. I'm walking down from the Flight Master in Orgrimmar. As long as it's got the HearthCast hashtag on there, go for it. Let's see if we can't outdo the 3,000 tweets a second uh, that was set this week by a certain world event. <laughs> Wait, which one? Oh, I don't know. What do you think the biggest world event was this week there, Freckleface? The wedding? You no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the iPhone. What do you think it was? I mean, come on. The white iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> I was excited about that. America! <laughs> white iPhone! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. We know Freckleface said about does it for uh, episode 70 here. Kind of a milestone, getting there, getting up there, getting up there. Yeah, as long as Iger stays ahead, though, I'm happy. We're a septuagenarian. What? Septuagenarian. We're in our seventies. Quit using them big words like mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Hearthcast, just like Carnage and Sagabus and Safety One did, and all of our Facebook fans. Um, you can send in your questions, comments, or any other feedback by using our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You can email us at contribute at You can send us a post via Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. You can tweet us at hearthcast, at hearthcast root, and hearthcast freck. And give your friends some constructive criticism if they are not listening to hearthcast. You can also rate us on iTunes. Give us constructive criticism there or not. Or give us a link from your blog, and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. 
Dip, dip, dip.